Hello, listener. This is Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two fabulous friends recap romance novels while developing crushes on everyone and cackling in your ears. Okay, so news about our current Patreon fundraiser. I'm thrilled to tell you that not even two weeks in, our fundraiser to benefit relief in Ukraine as well as refugees around the world has already raised 570 of your dollars. So the total donation we would be making as of today is $1,140. So two weeks in, we've already covered Heaving Bosom's upfront $1,000 donation to Razum Emergency Response in Ukraine and everything from $1,000 until the end of March goes to World Central Kitchen. Remember, for the entire month of March, we're doubling all new and increased Patreon memberships and donating that to help refugees around the world. So listen, if you decide to treat yourself to the over, I don't know, 120 bonus episodes that Aaron and I have made, plus like a metric fuck ton of other benefits, we take the total pledge from your first month, double it and donate it. And if you're a current Patreon subscriber and you increase your monthly pledge, we're doubling the entire new amount, not the difference. And you still get 10% off if you pay for an annual membership. But when we double the first month, we act like that discount doesn't exist. We don't know her. Thank you so much, seriously, to everyone who's already participated. Our Patreon fundraiser is my favorite thing that we do as a community all year, and I'm really hoping we can beat our previous fundraising totals. So now, get ready for a nerdy squee-fest. My pal and super wonderful romance author, Sarah Whitney, joined me to talk about One True Pairing by Kathy Yardley conventions, fandoms, geeking out in general. Let's just say that we were in our shared wheelhouse. Here we go. Oh my God, it's Sarah Whitney. Hello. I am so excited to be, it's been too long. (laughs) I think the last time we were talking about Crash Landing on You, it's been like, Months, years. No, I hate I it. I think it's been decades since I've seen I don't your like face. It. So, no, it's not cool. Agreed. I'm excited. We text, but like it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. It is no, not. Not even close. It's not. That is the second beverage vessel I've seen you hold in the time that we have been looking at each other. I, I have so many beverage vessels all the time. Some of them caffeinate me. Others hydrate me. Some of them are just for taste. Y'all, she just held up a third vessel. I, <laughs> I just have the one. <laughs> you're much more efficient than I, Sarah. <laughs> but you're much more hydrated than I am. That's what matters. True. <laughs> so I'm coming to you on a snow day. It's a snow oh. day here. We have above average porn lengths of snow, like yeah, yeah. eight inches of snow, nine inches of snow out there. Totally. I'm in my heated electric fur throw. Ah, me too. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Isn't it the, you just you put it on your lap and it's so warm it. and cozy? Yeah. It, it is game changer. Game yeah, seriously. Changer. Oh my god. I'm I'm literally yes. wrapped in mine. I wrap myself up in a burrito and then I sit. 
and it helps a lot. <laughs> I love it so much. I have to keep mine kind of fanned out on the floor because when I look down, I will have multiple cats on the heated like, floor part. They love it. And it oh, keeps Sarah, them off of my laptop. I yeah. am. I'm a giver. I'm a giver. I love cat hair on everything I own. It's great. I mean, it has to be it's that great. way. All right, but you are going to have a release we have to talk about. It's serious business. It is serious business. It is snowing right now, but by the time this hits the airwaves, Mm -hmm. my next book will be out in the world, and I am so excited. Second Chance Romance? Yeah. Things Ended Badly? The reconnection is not great at first. There's a lot of, you know, anger and angst and emotion. I do love that. I did level up the only one bed trope and I have made it only one tent because this is a hiking, camping wilderness situation that is heavily, heavily prompted by your friend and mine, Natalie Martin Martin. Yes. As I was struggling with this book and and it wasn't clicking and it wasn't working and I just, you know, Nat, Nat just wants to help you. And so we were brainstorming and she said, just make him an outdoorsy type. Do outdoor education with it. Do environmental education. And it just, <sighs> everything it, everything shattered and everything was clear after that. And, <sighs> and so poor Nat and uh, Aaron, too, because they're my two outdoorsy gal pals. Uh, I yeah. text and say, how does hiking work? Yeah. What, what is, is that? a sleeping bag for right. outside? <laughs> <laughs> so I've had so much fun with this book. I've had so much fun uh, pulling it all together and making these two people come together as adults. And it's funny and it's sexy. And I was struggling with a sex scene uh, the other night and um, broke through, broke through. Oh, I oh, so I it, hope people love it. I hope it's as much fun to, for everybody else as it is for me. So it's out there. It's uh, oh, the name of the book Please. is Tempting Fate. It is yeah. the last book in the Cinnamon Roll Alpha series. So you can read it as a standalone. You would enjoy it if you read the others and, and you will enjoy it if you do not. And I just I hope people have a good time reading it. That's that's all I want. Oh, my With God. Any book I always ever. like literally I always have a good time reading your books. That your humor always comes so through. Happy. <laughs> I mean, it. Really? Um, and the last, the actually, I read your last second chance romance, Tempting Heat, or, or one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, oh, she does it well, <laughs> listener. She does it well. And that one's also snowed in like you are today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Tempting yeah. Heat is a very nice, if you want to be cozy by the fire, it will make you glad that you're inside. And uh, Tempting Fate, which is the new one, is much more outdoorsy, um, yeah. nice weather. If you want to imagine you're feeling the sun on your face on a day like today when it's just nonstop <gasps> snow, it's going to be a great book for that. So, oh. uh, yeah. But thank you so much for that. Just, uh, just if anybody feels better having read a little humor and a little chemistry and a little yes. sparks it just that just makes my the day banter so, it's a bantery oh always always the sarah whitney banter should be like trademarked ma'am okay stop mm. recording we're done it doesn't get any better than this the end. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, actually yes, we does, have a book to talk about <laughs> you chose the perfect book for you and me Okay, how, okay, first of all, it was Natalie Martin Martin who said, I think this would be good for you because, again, Natalie helps us both. But the instant she sent it to me, I was just like, oh my gosh, me and Mel, we're going to crush this because. Oh my God. You go to cons. I go to cons. Not recently because there was a pandemic, but we have gone to cons. (laughs) 
Yeah. So I feel like this is things we've done and seen and and been through. And I've not ever met a handsome, cute, kind of shy, nerdy actor who wanted to sex me up in multiple hotel rooms. But it could happen. I believe it. I haven't, but it is now on my list. Bucket list, for sure. My bucket list, my bucket list, the whole thing. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. So we read One True Pairing by Kathy Yardley. And it's just so cute. Like, Kathy Yardley is another author that, like, I can just pick up and I know that I'm just going to have a great time start to finish. Mm -hmm. I'm going to love every single character on the page. It's like, she's just, oh, she's so good. So we open up and our nerdy, delicious, hot AF actor, Jake Reese, is at a fan, a VIP event like in between panels at a con for his new show, which is Mystics. It's sort of like Mystics. the Supernatural <laughs> Mystics. Yeah. I definitely, as I was reading in my notes, was just like, this sounds like Supernatural. And then they started saying literally in the book, you know, kind of like Supernatural. And she just she just nailed the vibe. Nailed oh, it. Oh, yeah. I mean, she always does. So, mm-hmm. OK, so the, he's at this event. He does not want to be there because he is awkward and like usually people start asking him about his dad and like he doesn't really even know his dad and his dad is like this big time actor and he's just it's weird and then the ladies start getting a little too frisky a little feisty a little little grabby a little grabby yeah Mm -hmm. and by that we do mean some sexual assault happens (laughs) like yeah they're (sighs) It's not it is uncomfortable to read, actually. And and honestly, yeah. in this chapter, I, I felt a little bit like I've been to fan events. Oh, my God. Is that what the actors think when they look out at the crowd? And then I, I thought, know. no, no, no. The first chapter was a little rocky in terms of, oh, is this going to be how fans are portraying right. this book? Kathy, we're in good hands. She sees things always. out. We see the amazing side of fandoms by the end of it. Mm-hmm. But this chapter, I was just like, oh, that that redhead is aggressive yeah it's bad news bears really so it gets actors are chased pockets are ripped yeah they rip his pants pocket off the back of his butt and then he literally runs from a for his life (laughs) i mean wow so he ducks into this coffee shop and dives behind a counter and the super hot rockabilly barista is like, what's happening right now? And he's like, please just cover for me. I'm, I'm good. And she sees like the racing women go by and then stop and then pop in and be like, have you seen a ripped actor run by at all? Like his his clothes are all disheveled. And she's like, no, haven't seen anything. I would have noticed that. Hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And she's like, oh, my God, I didn't notice until this moment, but it is the guy who stars in Mystics, a show I actually do like and watch. And she kind of doesn't know what to do with herself. Who would? Who would? Okay, so I I actually wondered this. If the star of your favorite show comes running into your place of employment and is like, hide me, hide me, hide me, would you immediately recognize that as... 1995 David Duchovny, the no, star of my favorite. No, I absolutely would know. not. I feel like you would have to Mm-mm. do a mental shift to say, you look a lot like, oh, you actually are. I just wonder how often actors are out in the world and people are like, oh, that kind of looks like, but it couldn't be. So, right. yeah, I totally get her being a little slow on the uptick to be like, wait a second. Oh, oh, you're really him. Okay. Yeah. 
that actually happened to me at a uh, a jazz bar in New Orleans. What's his name? The guy who was in P.S. I Love You and a bunch of other stuff. Gerard really, Butler? That's the one. Yeah. So he was sure, standing sure, sure. there. And I was like, oh, it kind of looks like Gerard Butler. Cool, cool, cool. Like, <laughs> trumpets. And then I saw a bunch of people going over to him and, like, asking for his autograph. And the poor guy, because, like, he's just he's just trying to listen to some some bluesy jazz, you know? Like, he's just, just out on a Saturday night jazz? like everybody else. Yeah. So he's, like, holding his beer, and he has to, like, move it to his other hand and do that. And he was very nice about it and blah, blah, blah. And my friend was like, oh, my God, are you going to go over there and, like, ask him for an autograph? And I was like, no. I'm going to leave let the poor man live. alone. <laughs> yes. I'm going to let him be a person in the fucking wild. Jesus, everyone. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, it is one of those things where you're like, huh, interesting. All right, cool. And then you just, like, move on with your life exactly so she looks down and she's like omg and he's like thank you so much because she does a big misdirect she's like i think he ran five miles he down the road that in that away. direction <laughs> yeah i think he might have actually gotten tractor beamed up into space you're never gonna see him again you're not gonna find him he's gone <laughs> gone forever sees so he stands up and he's like, that's never happened before. I don't even know how to deal with it. And he turns around to like make sure they're gone. And she sees his ripped pants. And she's like, okay, first of all, that's horrendous. Second of all, why do I know that he wears striped boxers now? I, oh, no. That's going to stick with her. She's not going to be able to forget that, nor no, should she. No, not at all. No. <laughs> so she's about to get off work and he's like, Okay, I'm going to, like, try to get an Uber or whatever. And she says, this place is, like, real small. You go out <laughs> to the front where you meet an Uber and all of them are going to find you. It's over. It's all over. Yeah, you're caught at that point. And she's just saying this to be helpful. She's not, like, fishing for anything or anything like that. And he's like, oh, so wait, if you're leaving soon, does that mean that you might be able to drive me over to the con hotel? And she's like, well, I, I like I have another shift. Like I work two jobs. I am a professional lady and I have to go deal blackjack at a casino now. So no. And he's like, but you said it was so close. Like, please. She's not that far. <laughs> he's doing a big puppy dog eyes on her. Oh, no. And she succumbs. As anyone would. The fact that she said no in the first place is astounding to me. The right? fact that she didn't immediately rearrange her entire schedule. Life? To put him in her car. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I live at that hotel. That's so weird. That's Jake. so... I actually was oh. just going to be driving around aimlessly for the next hour, and I would yeah. love to put you in my vehicle. And make you part of that. Yeah, it's so funny. Although I also would be thinking about, oh, my God, what? how bad is my car? How much? How many empty coffee cups? How oh, yeah. How many discarded pairs of, like, winter gear? Is there a rogue hats? tampon somewhere? There fully is a rogue tampon. It's rolling yeah. around. It's probably yes. out of the wrapper by now. I gotta just throw it away, but it's in I my mean, car. I mean, should, but it's there. You know what? Tampons are great fire starters, so don't throw it away just in case you do get stuck in the snow. For nosebleeds, fire starters for the snow. You know what? That is not in the advice that we've been getting about the winter storm that we're having right now. It's all like cat litter and water wow. and flashlights. Nobody ever says extra tampons. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Pa patriarchy. All right. Well, that's the patriarchy. Irresponsible. Yeah, it's true. Yes. Fucking patriarchy. So as they're walking out, it changes to his perspective and he's like, oh, golly gee willikers. She's... <laughs> 
so pretty. <laughs> yeah. And like also awesome because mm-hmm. he loves that she's just treating him like a normal fucking human because that's what he mm-hmm. is. And he's like, she's awesome and she's so confident and she's really hot and like her style is incredible. I think he, I think she's wearing like a leather jacket or something that he cannot get over. I think and, and he's just like clearly vintage. Yes, they're oh, just they, cl- they they clearly are the coolest couple in a one hundred mile radius in their vintage <sighs> battered leather jacket. Him with his oh, like stripy boxers peeking out. Her with her gothabilly makeup. Oh, I love oh. it. <laughs> Seriously. She's got mm-hmm. pin curls and everything. Or maybe they, these might be victory <laughs> rolls. I don't know at this point. They're Ugh. big. They're over the top. They work for her. She's just They're so good. It's a level mm-hmm. of effort that I have so much respect for. So do, you people how? who do it, I genuinely salute you. No, yeah. for real. It's a calling in life. And I am jealous, but I really support you. So they get to the hotel and he's like, like, can I give you some monies? Like, you've been amazing. And you just like almost literally saved my life. It was honestly touch and go back there. So like, I would like to do something for you. And she's like, "Mm, like, I don't I don't want money. I don't want anything like that. I'm just helping out a fellow human. And he's like, well, I could get you like some merch or something. And she's about to say no. She's a little bit more like, huh? Yeah, but she's like, <laughs> my sisters especially love the show. And so I don't want the merch for me because like I'm a giver and I'm a sharer like Sarah Whitney, my favorite author. And so <laughs> instead, I would love some merch for my sisters, some memorabilias. And he's like, yeah, I'll sign it. I'll do everything. And they go inside and he starts, first of all. He kind of pulls dick move, in my humble opinion. There's, like, a huge line of people. And he just, like, very casually, like, pushes, like, not pushes, but just, like, nudges people out of the way until he's at the front of the line. Excuse me? I'm going to defend him. He okay, has please. just come off an attack of uh, mob of fans. So Fair. I could see him wanting to get into a shelter enclosed place, right? Like Fair. get away from the public eye. But I'm not sure pushing your way to the front of the line, it's going to attract more attention, but it is going to maybe get you to the safety of your room faster. That's the I only mean, reason I, I could think that he would do that. Yeah, I think it's the, like, I feel like no matter the hotel lobby, it's got to be big enough to where you can go on the side of the line and just like put your elbow on the counter and wait yeah, to be true. acknowledged, you know? That's like, true. There's a you different do not have way to of move going about human it. bodies aside. Okay. Yeah. Got, yeah. That's my thing. So then the manager is like, hi, fuck you. You're not special. (laughs) Look at this line of fucking people. It's it's chaos. It's chaos. Yeah. (laughs) So he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm Jake Reese. I don't really know what to do right now. And she comes in and she's just like, I'm sorry, your whole hotel is sold out because of this man. So, like, maybe you should, you know, hit your fucking mark on this one. And the manager's like, I'm so sorry. That is the instant I fell in love with her. I mean, I was on board with her. But when she was like, excuse, look at this man. Look at this line. You're not going to make good on this. Yeah. So good. Defending this man who is so sweet that he does not want to swing his weight around. No, he doesn't. It. Yeah, no, he does it was not. really cute. And and he's like, oh, my God, she can, like, take care of business. And it's hot. <laughs> like, he's very it's competence hot. bonered over here. Yes. And so they're like, ooh, not only are we 
I'm very sorry for the rudeness that just happened to you because you are now a noticeably important person. Mm-hmm. But oh, we don't have a room for you. We did do a big fuck up. We did a big hotel fuck up on you mm-hmm. and we're sorry about it. And the whole town is sold out. Everybody. The entirety. Every hotel. Mm-hmm. Every Airbnb. Every mm-hmm. hostel. Every oh. possible place that you could bed down a hot young actor. Sold oh. out. Tragic. The dumpsters are sold out at this point. Yeah, like, you cannot. No, huh. there's no there's no room at any inn. No. None. So he is pregnant with baby Jesus right now, and she notices that. <laughs> and so she says, I will. I'm going to cancel my booty call for tonight, and you can have the room that I have booked at my casino that I work at. Sacrifice. Sacrificing. She's a giver. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. above and beyond because yes. the thing we find out about her is that she does not do relationships. She barely does repeats as far as sexual partners are concerned. Mm-hmm. But this guy, she was like, I had a good enough time with him. And like, you know, the dick's nice enough. So sure, we'll try a repeat session. But she always gets a hotel room because she refuses to bring ever- anybody home. Does not bring it home. Correct. And so she's like, it's fine. Like, he wasn't that great, you know. And he asks her, like, why do you have a hotel in your town? And she's like, for sex. I was going to get super late tonight, but it's fine. It's not like that important. And you having a place to literally sleep is more important. It's, and he and he's, absolutely. he's having a hard time with many layers of this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sarah. He's a bit of a Puritan. He's a little Puritanical. Kind of. Just She sweeps in with all this color and noise and sex positivity. And he's just like, I I don't. But uh, hotel. Wait, what? Okay. All right. Okay. I'm confused. Which is. I love big, handsome Hollywood actor who used to be an underwear model. Is just like, that's how you have sex? Dude. Yeah. That's how you had sex, I thought. That's how you you could be doing it. (laughs) This is take notes or fall in love and just have sex with her for the rest of your life. Whatever. Right. That's also fine. Like, we're here to support you. That's an acceptable option if that's how you want to (laughs) go. Yeah. So he's like, okay, there is a moment, however, where, like, she can see that he thinks that she might be a sex worker. And she's like, she's like, oh, I'm not like, it's not a payment situation. Not that like there's anything wrong with that, but I just, that's not the situation. And he's like, oh, okay. okay." Like he's just having a, he's just not firing on all pistons, you know, cylinders, I think is the way that that mechanical metaphor goes. You know who would know this? Our gal Haley. She knows her cars. She knows so much about so much. She's so good at things. I couldn't, I could never, I could never. (laughs) I literally showed my uh, mechanical acumen just now. Uh, it's sad. <laughs> it's what it is. There are pistons, Cylinders, and fuses, things fire, phalanges. They um, they do fire. There are tanks Spark of things, plugs. Yeah, yeah. There are fluid levels lids. that you can check. There's Holy definitely shit. a dipstick. Oh boy, do I know that dipstick? Yeah. <laughs> can change a tire though so i just want that noted for oh, the record damn. i almost i almost changed a tire when i was eight months pregnant but the um the guy at the tire store told me to shut the fuck up 
and <laughs> drive the four blocks on a flat tire. And I was like, oh, thank you so much, sir. I really don't want to do this, but I will. That was that was good <laughs> advice. I'm glad you took yeah. it. <laughs> okay, sorry. So he's like, uh, well, maybe if you want to, like, come up to my hotel room and, like, see what you could have had today with the guy. I don't remember why he gets her up there. Honestly, Sarah. it did not matter because what happens next? Oh, oh my mm-hmm. God. He does this chemistry on her. The chemistry. Oh my God. <sighs> it's volcanic, fra- frankly. Like this thing, this thing is such a good example of like flaming chemistry from start to finish. Like there's never a doubt about how these people feel about each other. But also, It's a really good example of, like, we're doing stuff, but then we have to stop for reasons. And, like, they're actually good reasons. And you're like, God damn it, Kathy Yardley, stop plotting this so well. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) We have Haley trying to figure out why she's reacting to him like this. And her actual thought process is, men do not make me nervous. I make men nervous. But here we are. And I loved that. And then she talks about... His voice being like chinchilla. It felt Ugh. like a chinchilla mitten, all soft and sensual and something you just wanted to rub up against. His voice uh-huh. is a chinchilla mitten and she wants to rub on it. I loved that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's like unexpected and completely relatable. You're like, oh shit, I know what that feels like. Yeah, exactly. I was not expecting that. And yet, even though mm-hmm. Never My Wildest <laughs> Dreams, what I think to describe something that way, but thank you, Kathy Gardley. Nice and work. It's fantastic because, of course, he, he's an actor. So, of course, he's going to have the voice, right? He's going to have of that kind of, of course. He's got a Sam voice. I know it. <laughs> I do love that they do mention his character name and it is Rick, which is not the sexy. Don't love it. Doesn't do things for my parts. Yeah, not my favorite, but it's okay. It's okay. His name is Rick. I'm sure he makes it work on the show. I mean, Sarah, I need something to shout. So Rick will do. And Rick has a good hard, like the CK, the Rick. Like you can, you make that work. You make that work. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. If they ever role play in future, like, you know, after the the epilogue, it could, you know, it could work. Oh, hey, HBs. I don't know if you've heard, but we have a Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you get over 150 bonus episodes, most of which include Aaron, videos of regular episodes, author hangouts, and so much more. Do you want to hear Aaron and I recap every single episode of Crash Landing on You? What about a little film called Psycho Stripper? Do you want more recaps of ridiculous Thanksgiving and other holiday books and movies? And how do you feel about Naima Simone and I recapping amazing reality TV? All of that and more is on the Patreon. There's so much content at your fingertips as soon as you sign up. Seriously, hours and hours. Anyway, it's patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms podcast if you want to check it out. And of course, that link is in the show notes. Keep being a badass. So, okay, so they do a big makeout 
and it is hot. It is hot. And then they're like, wow, I think maybe we should just like super do it. And she's like, I was going to use this room for sex anyway. And you're like way better than the dude that I was thinking about doing before. So like rock on. And so she's trying to like take charge. Oh, God, I felt I felt very seen in this moment, Sarah. (laughs) She's like, no, just stop. Just let me and I'll and then it'll go. Like, just just stop with the you wanting to do, like, let me be the, the, the scene orchestrator here and things will go wonderfully. And he's like, I like it slow. And she's like, what? I don't understand. I don't like what? Just naked and then parts and then great. And he's like, no. Or <laughs> how about oh. <laughs> Slow, and she's so says. boggled because she's a uh, get yours and if he gets his great but yeah. whatever like th- that is not her experience at all and he's just like no. no no and also look at these abs look at these look at abs him. that i've built think about whether Take or not in. you might lick them who knows really oh and so he <laughs> sorry everybody so <laughs> we both just thought about those abs for just we, a second we did we yeah. did. It's fine. We're fine over here. Um, That's good. <laughs> so he starts like kissing down her and it's clear that he's on a mission to a specific destination. And she's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 it's fine. It's totally cool. You don't like you don't have to do that. And he's like, well, what if I like super want to? And she's like, no, it's just to come up here. No, and we're we'll, good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's totally it's good. fine. <laughs> like no oral. It's cool. And so he respects that boundary. But he's also like, weird, man. I'll play with your boobs more, though. That's cool. And she's having this weird experience where she has no problem with his pace anymore. She's like totally cool with the way in which he is orchestrating their encounter. And she's like, I don't know what's happening. This isn't my usual. Like, I don't I don't understand. And it's so sweet. They're like they're talking about like how basically like amazing each other are. Without, like, getting too deep, you know, because they did meet hours ago. But then the phone rings. It rings with the ringtone, carry on wayward son, which did cackle. I loved it. And that is her, that's one of her sister's ringtones. And all he hears her say is like, oh, God, what's happening? Okay. Oh, Oh, shit. I'll be right there. And so she just, like, doesn't say a word to him, gets up and starts pulling on clothes. And he's like, what's going on? And she's like, where did you throw my bra? And he's like, right there. But, like, what can I – what's happening? And she's like, I just have to go, and that's all I can say. And I just have to go right now, and it's serious. And so he's like, well, I would like to help, or I would like to, like – I don't know what's like. I'm confused, He was a little slower to shift gears, understandably so. All he of his blood from, is elsewhere. He can't. The man can't think. Give him a no. second to just like reallocate <laughs> to different parts of his body. Yeah, right. Yeah. But he does get a little he-man. He's like, no, don't leave. Like, tell me what's happening before you leave. Like, he doesn't have her number. He's like, I want to see you again. Like, I would at least like to negotiate a way in which to contact you. But he doesn't say any of that out loud. And she's like, get the fuck off of me. Get out of the way. Like, at first, it was fine. And it was like, 
you know, inconvenient that you wanted to talk about this, but now it's alarming and you need to fucking move. And he's like, oh, God, you're okay. You're right. You're right. And he's naked also. Door open (laughs) to the world in the hallway. (laughs) Star. Actor, naked, hallway, realizing, oh, God, no, I didn't mean to. Okay, no, go. Yeah, Yeah. okay. (laughs) I'm not doing an assault on you. Oh, no. And so she she leaves and she's like, never. She says something shitty to him as she leaves. Understandable. Shmurgan never again. How? Yeah. How dare. Get get out, Murph. (laughs) And when she gets home, she finds out that her sister, Cressida, has attempted to go outside. Which mm-hmm. is not great for Bad Cressida. News yeah. Mm-hmm. She's agoraphobic and she hasn't been outside in a while. They have a bookstore in their house, um, partially to like they they have this grandmother who loved books and so they're like honoring her memory, but also having a small business that Cressida can actually access. <laughs> yeah, can, can attend to, yes. Right. And the reason she wants to go outside is because they're having super financial issues and they'll get evicted if they like can't make rent. Which is bad because so. evicted is lose home, lose business, lose grandma's house slash legacy. There's a lot. The stakes are high with that. Yeah. Gotta make it succeed. And Cressida's like, if we get kicked the fuck out, I need to be able to leave the premises. Mm-hmm. And so I was doing a tiny practice. It didn't go well, everyone. Like badly. she's in a closet right now, poor thing. Yeah. And so Haley talks to her and she's like, okay, well, we're going to figure this out. We'll we'll do it. Um, They talk to her other sister, Rachel. And Rachel's like, I think we can make this work, but we have to step away from used books and we have to step into fandoms. That's what we have to do, I think. If only Haley knew someone who was... This gave me strong... Oh, no, our van broke down in this small town and the repairs are $300 and the talent show is tonight. And first prize is $300. (laughs) And you just you see how it's slotting into place and you just you're there for it. You're there for it. (laughs) If only I knew someone I could invite into our store to bring fan attention to our struggling small business. Oh, my God. If only. So she's like, oh, fuck. I do have to talk to him again, even <laughs> though I yelled at him hard. I did. While he was naked. <laughs> yes. Was yes, I sure did. Schlong out. I did yell directly at his very hard penis. I don't know what to his do. His Adonis belt was right there. And <laughs> I did scream at it. <laughs> so the next day. He is at the con talking to the boys because he's one of three on the show. And the other two boys are like very close and they're adorable because they worked on a show together before. Huge fan favorites on screen, off screen. Really cute chemistry between the two boys. Yeah. Really great supporting cast. I want spinoffs for every single person, including the bodyguard who comes in later. Vic needs to find love. (laughs) Vic, the bodyguard who looks like Tom Hardy as a Terminator? Jesus Christ, put it in my veins. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, his agent calls and like, he's maybe not getting signed back onto the show. And he's devastated. 
poor puppy. Yeah, it breaks his sci-fi loving heart. Like, it's so cute later on. They're in a panel and he's looking out at this crowd and like being so charming, answering questions. And he's like, I could see myself doing this for years. Like, I could see myself loving being on a show that has the trajectory of a supernatural or a Stargate SG-1. Yeah, let's go for 15 seasons. Let's let's just be with the fans this whole time. That's all he wants. Yeah, he doesn't really give a shit about anything else. And during said panel, he does see her in the crowd and he gets noticeably distracted. (laughs) It's real cute. Imagine the ego boost for her to be in the crowd and be like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you did my face and body do that to you? Mm -hmm. Did I drive you to distraction? Can you not do your job right now? Because I'm so sexlent. Because of my pin curls and my gothabilly eye makeup and my at this point, is she wearing some kind of tight red dress, floaty skirt? Like it's all of it is so good. She might be wearing a pencil skirt and a sweater, like a fuzzy sweater that like I can't even wrap my brain around. Oh, my God. So a fan is like, hey, I heard through the grapevine that you're not getting renewed. And Jake is like, are in public. What's happening? Who's who's talking like this? Hate it. And he's like, I haven't gotten any information like that, but I'll bye. And they end the panel. And so he's backstage hoping that she'll, like, come see him. And... There's this girl who's, like, very seriously trying to get into their green room. And she's like, no, I'm on the list. I'm definitely on the list. And the bouncer's like, "Mm, you're super Mm, not, though. No. Like, you're not. And then he sees Haley, and he's like, oh, man, I know you. You deal blackjack. And she's like, yeah, um, name's Haley. I want to, like, see Jake. I don't know if that's possible. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're on the list. And the girl's like, I'm sorry, (laughs) you didn't even look at a list? Like, where even is the list? I would like to see you produce it for me. And he's like, I don't have to look at it because there's literally one name on the list and it is Haley Frost. It's it's Haley's. Oh my God, fucking swoon, Sarah. Swoon. He had one person on the list and he didn't even know if she was going to be there, show up, was speaking to him, but he put her name on his one name list. Oh my God. How dare oh he God. be this adorable? He's How so dare fucking he? cute. I, I can't. I can't. So she goes back. And the boy, the other boys fuck off. And he's like, oh, my God, thank you so much for coming. Like, I really wanted to apologize to you for last night. You were completely right. And I was like in a weird headspace and I was trying to be helpful. But that doesn't matter because it did come off creepy and awful. And I'm really sorry. And she's like, oh, that's kind of a good apology. Nice work, man. (laughs) But it also makes her feel a little guilty because she is there to ask him for something. Uh Uh-huh. And Uh Haley's the best. And so she's like, I just have to be transparent. I do forgive you, but I'm also here with a goal. And he's like, But I do also need something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And he like shrivels a tiny bit. And it's very, it's sad, Sarah, because like people are either, he has a stalker also. People are either stalking him or using him or firing him lately. And Jake's not having a great week. (laughs) You know? No. Ah. So he's like, what's 
What is it? Like, I just found out that I need to, like, you know, my whole life is up in flames. What do you want? And she's like, well, I was wondering if you might do an appearance at my struggling family business. And he's like, listen, I'm already on thin ice with the producers. I might not get signed again. And I can't do unofficial appearances. It's not okay. And I I don't want to, like, fuck up the rest of my career since I'm already on thin ice. And honestly, it was reasonable. It It totally is. I totally get it. And it sounds like his management are a bag of dicks. And they're not going to want him to just go off and do unsanctioned promo. Right. It makes sense. As far as conflicts went, super reasonable, super realistic. He wants to help, but he wants his career. And he did just meet her and he is hot for her. But what are you going to do? Yeah, what I'm um, priorities, man. And so she's like, wait, why are you on thin ice? And then he does pull a dick move and he says, are you actually asking? Like, do you Ugh, actually yeah. care? And she's like, yes, dick nose. I <laughs> am. Like, I don't. In what world have you experienced me to be ingenuine? Like, I would just fucking leave if I didn't want yeah. to know. And he's like, you watched me leave last right. night. You know, I yeah. will storm out. You watched how good I look walking away, sir. Okay. (laughs) I will do it again if I want. Yeah. I'm even wearing a different outfit. Okay. It'll be different and hotter. view. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm sorry. I'm on edge. Blah, blah, blah. He talks about needing to up his Q score, which is like an entertainment thing I don't know anything about. I think it's made up. I think nobody knows what it is. We just talk about it and nobody really understands it. And let's just like the stock market. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) it's all made up, Sarah. The the rules are made up and the points don't matter. Yeah. No, it's It's all made up. Anyway, I'm sorry. Here I go. Go to hell. All of this is fake. None of this is real. I don't. I literally can't. I have tried to understand what an NFT is and I don't have the bandwidth right now. I'll have to revisit later on. Twitter announced NFT profile pictures and I was just like, I'm done for the day. I might be done for the year. I can't. I gotta gotta go. Uh, I'm gonna log um, off. Goodbye. This became an unsafe space really quickly it with really, stock market and NFT let's, talk. Let's I apologize. Get... Listener, no, I'm that sorry. was me. That was me. It was all me. I furthered Blame it. Me. I helped you run that ball down the court. And now I've turned it into sports talk. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. No. Oh, my God. Okay. Steer wait, us back. No, no. Abs. Abs. But. Abs. Jake's abs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Better. We're recentered. Are we going to lick them? That is our biggest yes. worry right now, Sarah. <laughs> what do we want? Abs. When do what? we want them? Now. now. <laughs> all the time. I'm frankly. <laughs> okay. So where the fuck are we? Oh, so she's like, I know how to fix your Q score. Yes. You should date a fan. Pretend to date me. And he's like, oh. I, I don't see any other fans around here. How about oh. you pretend to date, I don't know, me, maybe? It seems like maybe? you only have one fan on a list. On that your is very list. Exclusive. So <laughs> he is dubious about this, but they work it out. They decide that they're going to fake date. And he does have some puritanical hangups and some sex worker adjacent issues. And so he says, I will do this on one condition. We can't have sex. And at first she's like, uh, oh, like that. <laughs> I don't understand why those two things have to be related. But then... Because of a past we'll tell you about in a minute, she says, mm-hmm. oh, my God, it's because you don't trust me. And he's like, what? No, that's not 
what are you talking? And she's like, no, 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 no. Never apologize for protecting yourself. It is the right thing to do all the time. And I am fine with it. Sexy boundary you just put up, man. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> Goodbye. And he's very confused about how, like, how and why she just got so fierce (laughs) about the overall principle of protecting yourself and the things that you value. But he's like, I'm going to roll with it. I think it's fine. (laughs) This is going to be fine. So I love that she framed this. I I have read my share of fake relationship books. I have written my share of fake relationship books. I love a fake relationship. I have not seen one framed explicitly as... As I'm gonna run we're gonna run a con we're gonna, gonna run, run a con, con on the media we're gonna run a con on your fans and just as she was putting it like that I, I loved it amazing yeah. not just a fake relationship but I am a grifter I have a grifter past and we are going to we're gonna run this this long you know long over this week that we're here for the con yeah also can I just say mm-hmm. this book Kathy really could have done more with the con-con thing. They're at a convention, they're at a con, and they're mm-hmm. running a con. How did yeah. she not con-con it? I, I love a pun. How did she a, not a who's dad on joke. first how, that situation? Who, how, yeah, con you're right. Con. How, like, the self-control it took to not do that? <laughs> Teach me, Kathy. How did you I know, right? <laughs> not just go full speed into, oh, she's so good. <laughs> she's so good. Um. Yeah, so she does have a grifter past, and she sort of alludes to it during this conversation. She's like, yeah, we're going to run a con. And you're right. There's nothing that I love more than a fake relationship unless it's a fake relationship that you turn into a caper. And then I'm a, a goner. I love do a you caper. Wanna, do you want to do a heist? Do you want to oh. do, do a Do you want to run some plays on somebody? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. They're to on be the real grift, strategic. Sarah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the they grift. got their marks. Oh, they no. got yeah. Listen, <laughs> that is the extent of the lingo that I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's all we need. So the next day she goes back, and he's like, "So what are we doing here?" And she's like, "Well, we have to be obvious without being obvious." And he's like, "You're the worst director I've ever met." <laughs> it's very cute. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> And she's like, no, we have to we have to act like, you know, we have incredible chemistry and we really want to talk to each other, but we can't. But we like we can't not because we're so into each other. And he's like, that's going to be super difficult for us to do. (laughs) Like not even (laughs) close. And so they do end up like like getting followed into a hallway where she kisses up on him in a very sexy way. And they get caught by some fans. And it's super strategic. Also, she's got her head on a swivel for the right paparazzi who's going to yep. be hungry for that shot. So she's yep. she's working the angle. She's assessing. The fan thing was brilliant. That whole like, brilliant. oh, you caught us kissing. You can't tell anybody. Though, like, we were trying to keep it on the down low. So if you would not tell yeah. anybody. Like, if you could just, like, be in on this secret with us as a favor to us. And, for me of course, and that doesn't work out. And uh, yeah, and so then a couple more times, um, there is a paparazzo, the next event that happens. And so she has to get him into a good mood because he's having a very hard time where he's like, I am so fully into this. Anytime she looks at or touches me or like speaks in my general direction. And it seems like she can just turn it on and off. And I don't understand and I don't like it. (laughs) But it's a complete misunderstanding on his end because she cannot handle herself she's like get it together Haley 
You need to be a professional. You're a grifter now. You're doing a grift. You agreed. No sex. You're on the job. Got to do it. Yeah. Right. And there is a moment where he's like, hey, so when you were doing the cons in your past, was it like this? And she was like, no, I stopped when I was 13. Like, no. Ah. In his defense, he did not know what age she stopped. How would he know that? How would he know that? Right. But yeah, she was a little horrified. Like, dude, how dare? He didn't know. He was just asking. Right. But it did have a sex worker shaming undertone that I wasn't super about. But it's fine. It did. It did. Nobody can be perfect. You know, everybody has their flaws. Yeah. Everybody has to grow. He has to have room to grow. Right. Right. Exactly. So um, the next time it happens, she... She, like, takes him into a kitchen or whatever, and he starts kissing the hell out of her, and he starts, like, doing a jaw nibble and a neck suck, and... It's oh, good. It's good. That's real he good. He backs her up against a wall, mm-hmm. and his thigh is in between her legs, and mm-hmm. it's... There's just a lot that's happening, and she cannot handle it. And she's just like, oh, my God, like, d- d- just do whatever you want, but, like, don't stop. <laughs> and then he stops and he's like okay she left and Haley's like who what are you talking about and he's like the photographer the the photographer's gone that's why you brought me in here right so the photographer said should get some shots and she's like yeah that was completely the plan but the photographer yeah uh Mm uh-huh that's why (laughs) no worries Mm -hmm. over here nothing else changed on my end bye and she (laughs) leaves and he's like, but I'll see you tomorrow. And he like touches her cheek and stuff because he's so sweet. He's so sweet. He's so sweet. So she goes to work and he gets a call. Oh, he calls his publicist because by the next day, those photos have hit TMZ. And everybody's like, who is Jake's rando girl that he's doing a make out with? It's, isn't that a succinct headline that I just came up with? It's like verbatim it is. from the book. I, Kathy it is, and I, I do <laughs> share basically same brain, same same wavelength. Right. I do absolutely want to know what TMZ's actual headline would have been. I know, right? It would have been awful. It would have been offensive to Haley. It would have completely. been just yeah, fully completely. Yeah. So he's like, "Hey, Susie, how's the Q score doing? <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> yeah." And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, no, it doesn't it doesn't matter. She's not a person who people care about. Like, I talked about doing starlet things, not random woman random who's fan. not an actress. Yeah. And then his dad gets on the phone. Ooh. His dad is bad news. His dad <sighs> not 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 good. I'm not, not good into it. So his dad is like this big giant A-list actor he feels like a russell crowe almost you know right something like that oh that's a good comparison thank you i thought so like self-serious yes russell crowe if russell crowe ended up doing like action movies and only action if russell crowe had never won an oscar correct correct yes um (laughs) okay so He's like, what are you doing? Like, what are you even, why do you even care about this? That third rate piddly dink show like you could do so much better is a movie available. Probs. Look at movie. Susie talks some sense into him. And so she's like, um, right now, it just seems like you're fucking someone random. 
and that doesn't do anything for you. Help us. Right. And he's like, Susie, I'm not. I really like this girl. And she goes, do you like her enough to give up the show? And he's like, no, she hit me right where I live. Oh, no. But he spins this in a way that neither Susie nor his dad saw coming. Because he can't get enough of this woman. Like, it, like he doesn't think this, but, like, deep down you know. It's because he refuses to give up this grift. Because then he wouldn't, like, they wouldn't be together anymore. So he calls her while she's at work in the coffee shop. And he's like, hey, we need to be in love. And she's like, what's happening? What? Many inputs. <laughs> big line. Ah, I'll call you back. And then she does get fired from the coffee shop because she's so overwhelmed that she snaps at a douchebag. Who deserved it? Who deserved it? Hey, HBs. I started an Etsy store. Did you know? Right now, it's full of all the St. Vincent items you need. Because St. Vincent is thoughtful and cozy all year round. We've got a book sleeve to keep your books, planners, e-readers, or really anything else safe when you're on the go. The inside is fuzzy, and they feel so incredibly lush in your hands. I went round and round with the manufacturers to make sure I had just the right thickness. Those feature art of St. Vincent and Evie during their carriage adventure that was painted by the amazing Mayara Faraz on one side, and then I created a St. Vincent would always wreath on the other side that has a bunch of little Easter egg items in it. There's a St. Vincent Wood Always warm brick enamel pin. It's like, you know, if you know, you know. I designed a special edition marriage of convenience candle that is specific to Devil in Winter with the help of HB Jen at Post Pouring Company. It combines dark amber for St. Vincent and rosewood for Evie. And it smells so delicious. It's hard to even wrap my brain around. So if you want to treat yourself or be the St. Vincent you want to see in the world by getting a care package for a friend, check out our Etsy store. The link is in the show notes. So she goes over to his hotel and she's like, okay, I think we did maybe lead us astray because I think that what you need to do is hang out with fans. Like, I think... If you, like, want to sell the love thing, then, you know, we we can't, like, do an engagement. And he's like, I was thinking maybe public declaration. And she's like, no. Do you want to be Tom Cruise on a couch? No. I love that. You know what? Okay. Loved it. I have mixed feelings about real celebrity name drops in books like this. And this mm-hmm. one is crawling with them. Chris Pratt comes up multiple times in a way that I'm like, yeah. Hated it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that's the risk of this is that you, you, this was published in 2017. What happens with those celebrities between now and then? You never know. This Tom Cruise reference was chef's kiss. It so really good. was. <laughs> because that's infamous. Infamous. That's oh. going to be in the time capsule that aliens find, you know? And they will then destroy us from outer space. As they, they, and they should. Because they'd be like, that much enthusiasm directed at us? No, no thank you. No, Fire I don't like lasers. it. Mm-mm. Yeah. So he's like, okay, I did get assaulted. And she's like, no, it, it'll be different. <laughs> it'll be different. They're not all like that. So they go down and they join like this impromptu dance party. And then... Pocket Ripper is there, though, 
And she comes up and like throws her arms around him and he stiffens up and he's like, oh my God, help. Like this is Pocket Ripper. And she goes, you need to unhand him right now. Like she steps in just like she did with the manager and she's like, let him go. And the lady, like, is she perma-trunk? She looks over at her and she's like, just because you fucked him doesn't mean you own him. And she's like, the woman who's currently manhandling him. Yeah, ma'am. And so she's like, no, I absolutely don't. But you were at the VIP event and you assaulted him and you need to let him go. And everybody's like, what? What did you do? Like, what did you do to him? And she's like, oh, it's no big deal. Like, I bet you've had worse, sweetie, right? And he's like, I did not like no. it. <laughs> I didn't like it. Like, he gets all he gets all tense and a little bit small. And he's like, I didn't like it. And so then she leaves in a huff because they're like, that is super not cool. Like, that's we sexual do not assault. assault at cons. This does not happen. Yeah. There are rules in place. We do not do this. Mm-hmm. It's not okay. And then she's like, all right, well, now that that's taken care of, let's dance. Dance. And she gets everything back on track, and it's super cool. She just, like, leaves him alone so that he can have some FaceTime with the fans. It's perfect. And he's such a dumb, dorky dancer, and it's so endearing, and he's so bad at it, and he's having such a good time. This was a great fan chapter. This was where it was. everything I was weird about in the first chapter, I was just like, nope, this is this is my experience with cons. This is my yep. experience with fans who, who love the show and the actors and the characters, yep. and it's just... It was so lovely. It was just so lovely. Yeah, it what really a great was. Chapter. It really was. So he actually talks to a couple of ladies who run a mystics blog and they're like, how did you guys meet? And so he tells them the real story about the VIP event and him hiding behind the counter. And they're like, wow, she seems really nice. And he's like, no, she's like, she's awesome. Like, I don't. He doesn't. He's so genuine while he's talking to them, more genuine than I think he would even want to be in front of Haley. And then um, he's like, all right, well, you know, if you ever want an interview for the blog or whatever, email me. I got to go dance with my girl. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Imagine. Imagine being that supernatural fan. And like Misha Collins is like, anytime, anytime. Hit me up for your blog. Stop it. That's so good. Die. I would Mm -hmm. die. So then they get back to the elevator and, oh, because they do a big smooch on that makeshift dance floor. Yes, they do. And they get like hooted at a tiny bit and they're like, oh, we're doing a big blush. So then they get to the elevator and he's like, oh my God, we're alone, but I just like her so much. And so he goes halfway and then she meets him with their lips and it's a makeout like crazy and she's like what am i doing there's nobody here but like oh my god i just like him so much and he's like you have to stay with me like please stay and she's like oh no i have a casino shift and in her brain she's like and i can't miss it because i did get fired i did lose one job today yeah 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 yeah, yeah. (laughs) and if i don't seal the deal in this q score and i fail he is not going to come to my bookshop so i really need both jobs He's just like, I can, 10 minutes, give me 10 minutes, can do this in 10 minutes. <laughs> well, she's okay, like, no, I it was sexier than that. It was sexier than that. Yes. <laughs> she says, I have a shift in an hour. And he says, what I want to do with you will take much longer than yes. an hour. And she says, yeah, but I don't want to miss out on the time we have together. 
And then he's like, I can cover your wages for you. And she's like, oh, it's not like that between us. And he's like, you're right. Whatever's happening between us, and I don't know what it is, it's not transactional. And she's like, take me to your room. <laughs> and... Oh, my God. So they back into the room and they're doing such a big make out. And she's got her art like legs around his waist and he, he plops onto the bed with her. And then that's when they notice that the room is not the way he left it. Mm -hmm. It's like super trashed. Upsettingly trashed. Yeah, it's scary because the stalker has struck again. This is the first time, though, that she's been destructive. Before, it's been like filling his trailer with balloons or flowers. or I mean, it was invasive and unwelcome and upsetting, yeah, but it like, wasn't violent. She went to his house. She did get into his house. I mean, that's not great. No, she, like, that's, that's bad. But <laughs> no, no, no. But like she left a gift and then fucked off, which is mm -hmm. different from coming into his space and then she like wrote on the wall in lipstick or something like you belong to me rick don't you forget that and the bed is cut to shreds by like a giant knife it's scary town mm -hmm. so long story short they call the police and order him a bodyguard who does end up being vic the tom hardy lookalike who needs a book he does yeah and then she's like, I can get you a room at the casino. And he's like, except you're definitely staying with me because she obviously, like, this is you're obviously in, girl, you're in danger. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So she's like, fine, I'll stay with you at the casino. We will get to bone that way as well. Like, <laughs> twist my arm. <laughs> and he hangs out during her shift doing blackjack. He does end up punching a really, really drunk douche. He does get a little uh, protect on her, which is, yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I'm it not, seemed you know, to come out of nowhere for me. <laughs> but listen, if you give me a hero who knows he shouldn't, but he is going to punch somebody who's hassling his lady, I don't. I mean, build it up if you can. But if he's going to protect his his you know his person, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read him punch everybody. I'm going to read him punch the world. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to throw that book out of bed, you know? Well, and he definitely, it says he felt like pushing buttons. Like, it's not entirely about her also. I think it's feeling out of control mm. and the, you know, fear mm. of the stalker and the, the mm -hmm. contract negotiation and things like that. So I think he just was out to pick a fight. But I agree, him, he's been such a fluffy bunny up to this right. point that for him to suddenly be like, all right, middle-aged man who's drunk it's and has this now. woman i will punch your face I, what right don't care loved it loved every second of it punch someone for me jake i did love it and you're right it's because things have been percolating for a while <laughs> anyway they do get 86 from that casino and he they can't stay in that hotel room anymore and let's recall there's no room at any inns anywhere so they go outside and she's like "Ooh, this is gonna be really weird but <laughs> You can stay at my house. And he's like, whoa, that seems big time. Yeah, big step. She's like, no, it's fine. Like, just don't make it a big deal. And then Vic has to, Vic tries to walk past that big, there's like a big group of guys who are backing up the drunk douche to try to beat up Jake. And Vic's like, all right, we're leaving. And then the guys try to be like, you're not leaving. We're going to do a fight. And he just takes out all of them. All of them. Like in a row. 
<laughs> like the Tom Hardy Terminator bodyguard that he is. It's so good. It's, it's so, so good. good. So they end up back at her house and she's like, I'll get you settled in my room. I'll sleep on Cressida's floor. And Vic's like, I will stay on the couch because that is where someone will gain entry because were they to try. I am ever vigilant. I am now going to check right. every entry point on the first floor of your home. Good night. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> like, thank you. <laughs> so she tells Cressida that he's like in the house and, and she's worried about this because she's like, Cressida is agoraphobic. I need her to know that there are strangers mm -hmm. in her space and make sure it's sure. okay with her. And Cressida's like, you're very sweet, but that's not really how agoraphobia works. I'm fine over here. It's great. Like, don't you dare take them out tomorrow without uh introducing letting me, me talk to will them will fight <laughs> yeah. yes i will do a big throwdown on you my favorite sister and so she's like okay cool 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 she goes back into her room after showering and he's like oh my gosh her hair is wet and must and she looks so much more like vulnerable without her makeup and ooh it's so cute and she's like i just yeah. wanted to check on you just make sure everything's okay. And can I love also that she's like, okay, I usually sleep naked. I can't do that. So I will reluctantly put something on. And then he says, I usually sleep in the world's rattiest boxers. But for her, I will not. Why? Mel, explain to me. Why mm -hmm. did the world's rattiest boxers do it for me with this man? Why? When I read that, was just, so I, like, I love him even more. <laughs> He's so down to earth. He's so He's like, so it's just a real earth. world thing. It is. He's so accessible, so Sarah. Yes, yes. That's the thing. Ugh. Ugh. It makes him totally relatable. It really is. So she comes in and she's like, oh, I don't know how I ended up here, but we are now laying on the bed next to each other doing a big deep talk. Oops. Oopsies. And he tells her all about his childhood and how he never knew his dad. And then he found out after he, like, got into a high school play and his mom slapped him for wanting to be an actor. Uh-huh. He found out that there's, like, some extra baggage that he didn't know about. <laughs> but apparently, like, you know, word got through the audition grapevine that this kid looks exactly like Russell Crowe slash Kurt Windless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he found out that he has, like, this kid out there. But then he's like, okay, now I will shape you into my progeny legacy situation. And uh, he got him an agent and he did all the things. And so he's like, but it's it's weird because it's so obvious that, like, he's only taking an interest in me because I'm him 2.0 in his mind. Like, and I have six only, half sisters. Yeah, he's his only male heir. So, of course, yeah. this guy is like, oh, my only son, I will shape you. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, it makes me uncomfortable. But like, I'm I would also sort of like to have a relationship with my dad because I'm a sweet cinnamon roll who just needs to be snuggled. And she's like, no worries. I'm doing a big snuggle on you. <laughs> and then she tells him all about her past, how she like her mom died when she was seven and she got put into the foster care system. And she ended up with a couple who used her for their grifts. As the adorable child distraction while they pickpocketed and stole and conned. and Yeah. Yeah. yeah and did all the things. And he finds out that her like gothabilly style 
comes from that foster mom because that is what she would wear when she was on cons so that when she was just like normal sauce, not doing anything, nobody would recognize her. And he's like, oh, my gosh, this is her armor. Like, it's hot as fuck. But it also serves like an emotional, psychological purpose. And then she's like, tells him all about Cressida because Cressida is not her blood relation. Rachel is. They're half-sisters. And they ended up at the same foster home and, like, got really, really close to each other. And Cressida was, like, really maltreated um, by one of their foster parents. And it was obvious that he wanted to, like, keep her around as, you know, sort of like a servant kind of situation. Mm -hmm. And so... She did one last con so that she could get them out of there, but she did end up going to juvie for it. <laughs> I mean, listen, the end result was worth it. She did save her sister. What's a little juvie between sisters, you know? That's what I'm saying, you know? And that's so, like, the core of her person is, like, I will do anything mm-hmm. to keep my sisters safe and happy and well and it's and it's been important to her for so long. So he's like, "Wow, I know so much more about you." And then she accidentally falls asleep. She oh, does, boy. but I cannot let this chapter pass without mentioning. Please, they make a reference to Patrick Rothfuss's King Killer Chronicles being unfinished. It's mm. a book trilogy. Oh yeah, and they agree. So he confesses that he reads a lot of sci-fi fantasy, and she's so ch- she's she's a little surprised, and he's like, "No, I can yeah. read." Jake can read. And she's like, no, no, no. I just didn't think that you would like sci-fi fantasy. And he was like, oh, my God, Patrick Rothfuss. When's he going to bring out the third book and the the final book? We're waiting. And and they have this like, oh, my God, he said he was done. He said he was just editing. It's not out yet. What's going on? I have to tell you, I cackled this. This book that we are talking about was written in 2017. Uh-huh. Five years ago, these characters had a, a conversation about how this final book in this trilogy is not out yet. Guess what? Guess fucking what? <gasps> Guess what isn't out yet? The third book it's in the King Killer. not out yet? No, epic fantasy. The first two books. The first book is incredible. The second book is very good. Waiting for the third book. I'm not rushing you, Patrick Rothfuss, but what these characters said on the page is still true. <laughs> we are it's still waiting. It's still true. No, king, no kings have been killed in this King Killer trilogy. We're still waiting. We're still waiting for kings to be killed. So, yeah, that was. Inc- oh, my God. And promise named- of the premise. <laughs> yeah, right. It hasn't happened yet. But she also says, I, I, I listened to Neil Gaiman. He, you know, Patrick Rothfuss is not my bitch. I know he. I can't expect things from him. But right. that whole the the entire geek feel of this entire book mm-hmm. came to a head in this moment for mm-hmm. me when they complained about being impatient for book three in the King Killer Chronicles to come out because I, I feel that it. I still feel that five years after the publication of One True Pairing, we're still waiting. Take all the time <laughs> you want, Pat Rothfuss. Writer's block is hard. I am going to be here when the book is done. OK, I'm sorry. We can talk about the romance now. <laughs> no, no, no. That's great. I mean, I think the issue for them was like, don't say the book is written and it's only in revisions if that's clearly not true. Yes. Like, yeah. And that's where I think if he had said it wasn't I'm still working on it. And not mm-hmm. said all three are done. It's just, yeah, it's just expectation management. I feel bad for him. I've seen Patrick Rothfuss at cons. He's a lovely man. He does great live readings and things. And I would never demand or insist. But I also really, really want to know what happens with you. Just felt it. <sighs> I did in my heart. In my heart. So anyway, let's get so back to the boning. So she wakes up the next morning. <laughs> yeah. 
She wakes up, wakes up the next morning and she's like, oh, no, I'm in my room. Oh, no, I slept next to him last night. Oh, my God. She goes downstairs to the kitchen and he's, like, adorably arguing with Cressida about a movie. It's and so cute. <laughs> it's so cute. And then she walks Cressida into, like, a hallway and Cressida's like, oh, what happened with you last night? And she's like, oh, nothing. We slept. And Cressida is like gobsmacked. She's like unfair, Holy understandable. Shit. Really? Yeah. That guy she's and like, you just slept? Well, and she's like, you trust him. Like this is a new emotional plane that I've literally never seen you on. And she's like, <laughs> no. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> what are you talking about? I was tired. It was a whoopsie. <laughs> No big deal. It's not. Don't read anything into this. It's fine. Yeah, it's totally normal stuff. So they go back to the con. He gets the boys to do the appearance with them. And there is some sequel bait for one of them that I will not be able to resist. There is so much sequel Why? bait. Why won't he go to Snoqualmie, Sarah? Who's Why there? doesn't is he go to? I think I think you might be on to something. I think maybe there's hmm. some history. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And now I'm wondering, like, does Miles end up with Cressida? Like, does Simon actually end up with Rachel because he finds out that Mallory's, like, you know, terrible okay. now? I did read the book descriptions for the rest of the series, and so I did know you? some things. And the answer to all those questions is no. I'm so sorry. Ah. Also, I did not. I know. I'm sorry. I, uh, oh, my God. I, I kind of thought maybe Vic, the bodyguard, would end up with Cressida because she has this stay Ooh. home and he has a, that's not what i saw in the book descriptions i just huh. i did them really quickly and i will say about half of the series is in ku a couple of them are not oh. but a bunch of them are so th- this is very accessible i mean you can also just buy them <laughs> very they're accessible so no matter what they're so good yeah. but yeah i do think there is multiple series and spin-off options and just there's every single character in here i want to watch them smash faces together completely sexy yeah mm-hmm. i mean kathy yardley seriously is prolific and she's so good <laughs> yes um okay so they do the event and she's like oh my god like he wants to help me he wants to help my sisters but he's also leaving and like it's too good to be true maybe and i like i just need to manage my shit and while they're at the event he gets a call from his agent that he is not getting his contract for the show. They still don't want him anymore. So they're going to write him off or kill him or, you know, it's 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 yeah. done. It's done. Sad. And yeah. And he's heartbroken. Like he fucking loves this yeah. show. And he I mean, he's doing everything he can anyway. But there is a movie opportunity from like an Oscar winner down in Brazil. He has to leave Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow, he will be on a plane to Sao Paulo or Rio de Janeiro, maybe. So they go back. He gets like a snowy inn. He gets like a sexy upscale cabin situation, a resort. And he tells her to stay with him because, you know, they're still not super sure about the stalker. Although they find out that the police think that that they like have her. They have a suspect. They have a suspect. They've identified who did it. Yeah. Right. So they get there, and the sex, Sarah. Mm-hmm. It was the good. sex is criminal. 
It was, it's so hot. It's so hot. And these people have known each other for four four days at this point. And it 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 is so it, it is it is hot. It is emotional. It is meaningful. Oh. It's it's hard to nail all of that. Hand <laughs> nail. Um but it is like, you know, you have people who don't know each other that well, but they do know each other. It hasn't been that much time, and yet it's this deep connection. And it it works on all those levels. It oh it's so it does. Good. It's so good. Like, as they're starting, she's like, I really need to get a handle on myself because I've never felt like this before. And he's like, no, seriously, Haley, me neither. You're amazing. And I don't know, like, what's happening right now. And she's like, shh, like, we got to just no more talking. And then he does go down on her after she protests a tiny bit. He's like, let me. And so after she does come like a freight train. She's like, this is the first time I've ever done that with someone. And he's like, what? Why? And she, she like puts her hand over her face and she's like, it's too intimate. And he's like, it is intimate. And I just want to be intimate on every level with you. Like, I, I want to know your whole brain. And by ah. the end of the chapter, he's saying, I want this forever. I want this forever. <gasps> and she's yeah. thinking in her head, oh, we just made love. And then she's like, did I just fucking say we made love? Ugh. And yeah, she is a melody. She's like, she- ill. <laughs> but also but, like, there's no other way like, to describe it. It is God what we did. It. And she's oh, no. so mad about it. And she's so into yeah. it. And it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. So it's so good that by the end of it, he's like, did am getting fired but i want you to come to brazil with me come for to brazil movie. maybe yeah hop on a and plane and she has she has an understandable freak out okay she's like i can't what that's nuts you know like if you want to maybe bookstore uh yeah and he's like i can fly you in and out like i'm not saying come for three months that's not it like i just want to spend as much time with you as i possibly can like we can spend weekends at the beach we can do like you know all this stuff but i want to be with you and like make this a real thing and she can't she can't handle it and finally it comes to the point where he's she's like you don't need me there just for sex like you don't you know whatever whatever and he's like he's like no we're in a situation where there is a woman that i really like and care about and she and that woman is you (laughs) yeah yeah and all she wants to do is hide behind her sisters because she's terrified and she's like i hate it when true things happen in the world no this is over she gets dressed and she fucks off and she's like how dare you i hate it but then she has more fighting to do sarah so much more fighting listen she's got to work she's got a lot of stuff to get through got a lot of stuff she does yeah she does so she goes home and cressida gets it out of her that he wants her to go to brazil with him on and off and cressida's like what the fuck why wouldn't you do that he's awesome like the way he looks at you is bananas and She's like, I can't, I couldn't possibly, like, leave you and Rachel and Store. And she's like, don't you fucking dare. Don't you fucking dare. Yeah. She's like, I am not an infant. I just have an illness. It's 
fucking different. I am still a grown-ass lady who can and wants to take care of herself, and you hiding behind me is absolute bullshit. And she's like, oh no, everyone is saying true things. I don't I appreciate was not ready it. to hear it. <laughs> and Cressida's like big mad and she throws her out of her room and Haley ends up saying some stupid stuff and it's woof. Yeah. So then the next morning she talks to Rachel, poor Rachel. And Rachel's like, you know what? We're fine, actually, because I have enough money for six months. Like, not only did the sale get us two months, but then I got us an extra six. And she's like, how did you get how? that many monies? How could that have possibly happened? And it's because Rachel pawned her engagement ring from her, like, you know, one who got away or something, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Is that going to be a second chance romance thing? Or is Ren stupid and he should be burned at the stake it is it is okay. it is the, all right so i will tell you it is the final book in the series it is book six okay. it is called ship of fools and there will be oh. a second chancy situation and my big question is do they get that engagement ring back does that come back up again like four books later do they find it after she pawned it or does she get a new engagement ring? i, like, I don't know i, I, I mean read this maybe book, fresh but... start is how i feel about it i mean it. i fresh do start. think maybe that's a haunted ring that's yeah, like, ring. let's not introduce that back into our space, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But anyway, so she's like, no, you loved him and burr, burr, burr. And Rachel's like, I am also a grown-ass person. <laughs> I can do what I want with my wedding ring or engagement ring or whatever. And so she's like, oh, I love my sister so much, but, like, I think they're right and I'm hiding behind them. Oh, no. <laughs> I could have gone to Brazil with that really hot man who really likes me. I think Jake was right, too, and I did yell at his Adonis belt again. Adonis belt? Adonis V? How does that Cum work? Cum gutters, What's whatever. It it's fine. Yeah, uh, Adonis yeah, belt. All yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. All of cool, it. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> So now she's working in the store because Cressida's not feeling up to it. She's still fucking pissed. Yeah. And a waifish creepy lady comes in and it is her. It is the stalker, the capital S stalker. And there definitely is, just very casually says, I think it's time for you to die now. Yeah. With a capital K knife. And oh boy. And so there's a slash and a dodge and a pivot and a a trip over books and a more slash situations that happen. Um, and then she gets clocked by Cressida with a giant book. It's great <laughs> a giant stuff. book. No, not the Hamilton. Like Thank a Hamilton you. book. I was about and to. <laughs> and, and they do give thanks to Lin-Manuel Miranda for being so prolific that this book is yeah. so big that they are able to brain a stalker with it. So thank you, yeah. Lin-Manuel Miranda. She's like, I knew that play would save my life. <laughs> so cute okay so now we have to wrap up um his well, storyline i was gonna say we've skipped over all the stuff that jake's been up to which is very it does good go stuff. back and forth it yeah does. It does. but it's hard to tell in that way so yeah. jake is sad and he's like he having sad. breakfast with the boys and he has this moment where they they're like we're about to go to seattle but um hey you want to have breakfast with us and he's like and Oh, my God, I think we he's, might actually be friends. And he's just felt on the outside of that pairing because they have been friends for so long. 
and he's always just felt a little bit like an outsider and he's always kind of envied that easy relationship that those two have and and you can feel how lonely he's been with that dynamic on the set mm-hmm. and they've been nice to him but he just doesn't even though then, they're lovely they yeah. are they are they, they i don't think they've ever made him feel like that it's just when you have that kind of decades-long relationship it's obviously yes. going to be different when you have a newcomer and when they find out all the trouble he's had with housing and things they were like you could have just stayed with us and he's just like oh i could have stayed know, with he's you he's like <laughs> wow they like he, he we're friends I know. um so they're at breakfast and he's like, yeah, I got big fired. And they're both like, what? What are you talking about? And one of them is like, no, I just talked to the writer and they want to expand your role and they want to like have you doing funny shit because you're funny. And and Jake is so cute because he's like, oh, my God, Haley just said I was funny, too. And now these guys think I'm funny. Am I like, actually oh. funny? Oh, they like me. <laughs> oh. And so they're like, there's something going on here. Also, the producers are like 15 minutes away in a town scouting locations. Uh, so maybe you should just go talk to them one on one. And he goes and they're like, wow, Jake, it was really wonderful to work with you. Like, we're really going to miss you. And he's like, yeah, can we talk about why <laughs> I have to go? Why that happened? Like, what if you're going to miss me? Like, why am I being fired? And they're like, what? Like, we did everything we possibly could to keep you. And furthermore, you never responded when we wanted to make changes to your character. No input from you. We just kind of thought. Like, you just weren't into it. And he's like, changes to my character? What are you talking about? (laughs) And it becomes very clear that Susie has been doing a big, dishonest betray on everyone. That monster genuinely was upsetting to read because jake is so sweet and so you know he's not looking for sharks he's not looking for people out there who do not have his best interest at heart and Susie hurt that fluffy cinnamon roll extremely hot actor man how how could you Susie? and like more than that like i don't know it just it makes me so mad because he very clearly wants a particular life. Like, he mm-hmm. very clearly has such different priorities from his father. He does not want to become his father. And we find out later that Susie has basically been working for his father the on behalf time. of Jake. Yeah. And so did she's you, like, Did you yeah, also do a, a big melt when you found out from him that he just kind of wanted to be a park ranger? He just really yes. likes hiking and he just kind of wanted oh. to be a park ranger. And, you know, and also all he wants to do is just be on the show and be in Canada or Seattle and, and just yeah. live his have a life. And Susie has been just working against him, against his yes. express interests. It's really also, are you even, is that ethical? Like, that feels, is, that, is there like, a code? Is there, can you there be disbarred as an agent? I mean, genuinely, <laughs> I genuinely want to know that. That feels like no, you have a fiduciary too. duty to your client, right? Yes. A yeah. lawyer would never, you know, so I, I don't know if agents have a similar, I don't know, man, but we should look into that. <laughs> I mean, so many agents are also lawyers. They're like, a lot of agents yes. are entertainment lawyers, you know, and that's like their job. Anyway, so... He gets signed 
And he's like so fucking over the moon. And he's like, you know what? Not only am I signed, but they're moving the shoot from Vancouver to right here in Washington, 25 minutes away from her house. And so I'm going to go get my girl and I'm going to talk to her about being together. Then he does find out that she was attacked. So he goes to the hospital. (laughs) And then an amazing scene is walking into her room. She Mm -hmm. sees him. And moments later, the nurse comes in. Holy shit, what's going on? Your heart rate went crazy. Are you okay? And then she sees Jake and is like, oh, no, I get it now. Okay. I get it. I'm gone. Uh, I'm going to shut this door. (laughs) I'm going to stand outside to make sure nobody comes in for a little bit. Y'all good? (laughs) Yeah. It's really cute. And the best part of this, this is a stroke of genius by Kathy Yardley. She doesn't let Jake talk. And so she's like, listen, you were right. I really like you. And I talked to my sisters and I couldn't be gone forever because I they are my priority above all other things. Mm-hmm. But I if you still want me to, I could commute to Brazil every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a commute. Good for her. Isn't for making it though? That commitment. Thank you. Agreed. And so he's like, bada bing, bada boom. What if we didn't have to be? In a long distance relationship, would you still want, like, would you want to be in a relationship at all? And she's like, yeah, Defsies. What about not long distance? And he's like, am show in town forever. We're going to go on hikes and smooch and stuff. And it's so cute. It really is so cute. It really he's is so cute. He's helping her put bookshelves together. And I love that he was struggling a little bit with the Ikea bookshelves. Baby, I've built... Do you see these bookshelves uh-huh. behind me? With my own hands, I built. Not hard. So oh, yeah. I just love that Jake would be like, I got this. I got this, baby. <laughs> the directions are confusing, but I got this. Oh, bless no your heart, worries. you sweet baby uh, angel. You sweet I know. angel Isn't man. Great? I love it. And so as the, the one thing I love and hate, and I'm really mad at Kathy Yardley about, is that... Huh, they go upstairs because they're going to they're gonna do a quick bone while her sisters are distracted. And he's like, I thought you didn't bring sex home. And then as she's getting undressed, she says, I don't. I brought love home. And I melted and I was mad about it. And then he like tries to say something and she's like, come love me. And I'm still mad about the fact that I was fine with that line, okay, I was okay with it. And Kathy Yardley, I feel like only you could make me okay with that whole interaction. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> it was lovely. It was the character and the growth. And it all happened so quickly. And I was there for all of it. It never once did I think, oh. is this making sense? No. no, I, I no. Just, she had me and she brought me along. Can I also say, I have not been able to stop thinking about this is so outside of the romance. But Tell at one everything. point, when all the sisters are at the house, they're plotting the rebrand. They have the yeah, friends yeah, yeah. over, friends clearly from previous books and things like that. Oh. And they described, Mel, they described a hot alcoholic drink that I have not been able to stop thinking about. <gasps> Tell me everything. She added tequila to the cocoa as well as chili oh. powder. A trick she learned oh. from Tessa, Tessa's book one. It wasn't as good as ah. Tessa's. It never was, even though Tessa swore she wasn't keeping secrets, but desperate times called for desperate measures. Tequila in hot chocolate with chili powder. I, is that, I need to, and here's I where it. I say, 
friend of the pod, former guest host Tanya Melendez, longtime friend of Mel and Aaron both, stays with me off and on. She's getting her uh, PhD nearby when she's on break. She comes and stays Mm -hmm. with me. I would happily drink coffee for breakfast and lunch and then only stop working when I was so queasy that I had to put something in my stomach. When she is with me, she just shows up in my office while I'm writing with a sandwich with homemade guacamole. Sometimes she'll come upstairs with hot chocolate that is so silky and luscious and whipped creamified. And I try to do it myself and it's never as good. So I know she's listening to this. Tanya? Yeah. Tequila, cocoa, Chili powder. Chili Can we? Powder. I have all this in my house. Can we make this work? Let's do a quick conference on it. And I don't know how that all works together. If any HBs have ever tried it, I would love to hear your tequila hot chocolate yeah. recipes, please. Because yeah. I have been thinking about this hot drink since I finished this. Oh book. my god. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tanya is such a caretaker, and I love her so goddamn much. And I hate the fact that we haven't lived in the same state for years. I am, did not mean to brag it. about the fact that I do have hot and cold running Tanya um, just down the it's road. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's okay. I, I, I feel just, blessed. I just feel so good for you, really. <laughs> you I had your time with her. I have my it. time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's your lady love? Oh my. Is it Tanya making that drink for you? <laughs> um, you know what? My my lady love actually is the friends who nurture us. No, genuinely. My lady, yeah, I, and no, I feel really. like I've talked about it in this episode. Natalie, who gives support and advice and cheerful encouragement. And Tanya, who, you know, feeds, I'm going to say body and soul. And I'm going to feel cheesy saying it, but you know, no, but like it's Kathy Irby, I'm going to say it's true. But I hope everybody has those people in their lives who, whether it's food or whether it's encouragement or whether it's a text message checking in, I am so blessed with the people in my life. A lot of them that I have met because of and through this podcast that you have created. And I hope I hope other people have that, too. So lady love is yeah. lady loves. Honestly. Yeah. Lady loves. They last forever. <laughs> they do. They oh. do. Um, actually, speaking of Lady Loves, Lady Loves, who we met through the podcast, my Lady Love is Tiny Notebooks. Um, because <laughs> Please hold one up right now. Please show me a tiny notebook. Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, so Chickaloo Kate, who, like, you know, randomly decided, emailed us, and she was like, can I do merch with, you know, heaving bosoms? And we were like, oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> she sent me a whole bunch. Like, not only not only is there tits out. Oh, my God, that's adorable. <gasps> yeah, there's Queen Bird. Look at that shit. Look at how great that is. There's a, she sent me a, a slightly larger one that's like all, the, all, all our catchphrases on a library oh, card situation. I love it. And then she sent my kids, I brought these down because they've been obsessed with them. She sent my kids like bats and, <laughs> and oh, 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 slods. Oh. And they're so cute. So cute. And they've been so nice and being able to just like have this tiny thing that I can be like, oh, I need to, you know, mm-hmm. or, or, oh, this is an idea for, and it just, it feel, it like helps me stay organized. It helps, it helps so much and they're so accessible and Kate's oh, do, the best. Do I need more notebooks? No, but am I going to get more notebooks that say tits out? Yeah. 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 I think yeah. I am. And I'm going to use Have them. I told you how... <laughs> Yeah, have I told you how weird it is now that my son can read? Uh, 
Does that change the merch that you have lying around now? <laughs> no, unfortunately. <laughs> That's the problem. So, <laughs> like, for example, I have a post-Porco candle on one of my shelves. And so we were sitting at dinner one day and he was like, bah, mm, bah, bad ass, bad. What's mom? What's a badass? And I was like, um, it's just something you can't say in front of your nine, but it's really cool. And he's like, OK. And then he walked over and my thing that has a tit out and it says tits out on the magnet on the fridge. And he's like, mom, why? Why does that lady have her have her boobs out? And I was like, well, it's just, you know, what she's into lately. And he's like, OK. He just like takes things totally at face value. It's fine. I love it. Is he going to have follow up questions someday? Maybe. But. You know, maybe he'll always just say, all right, cool. (laughs) All right, cool. Yeah. He asked me um, what a boner was because of consent Uh boner. Uh So we got uh to talk about his, you know, future and anatomy and stuff. (laughs) It's been great. It's been great over here. (laughs) Romance novels help us all grow and learn. Yes. All of us. Yes. Absolutely. I'm definitely going to have like a designated shelf that I tell them don't go over there oh i love that no no Definitely no those don't. are not mm, i don't know mm, mm, no, it is are... on the lowest shelf the one that you can reach but no right mm-hmm. they're not for kids <laughs> don't <No>. do that <laughs> all right perfect sarah where can they find you Oh my gosh, I am uh, Sarah Whitney, that's S-A-R-A, and I am on the Facebook, I am on the Instagram, I am on the TikTok, I am on the Twitter. I'm not as present as I want to be because the more I'm on social media, the less I write. And so I do go through waves, and as I have been finishing a book, yeah, and uh, I don't get to read as much as I want either. My romance reading has fallen behind as I write, but I would love to connect with people on Facebook in a reader group. If you go to my website, uh, sarahwhitney.com, I have a, a free novella that you can certainly get if you sign up and tempting fate is available now at all the retailers and i would love it if you would pick it up and let me know what you think about my uh second chance uh chemistry romance so yeah so good i'm so glad you learned what a sleeping bag was for that you know i'm i'm so glad i was i was able to stretch expand my horizons apparently when you hike you need wool socks wool is important i know things that i have learned so we all every day learn something new every day (laughs) that's great and i want to thank nat and aaron for that frankly yeah i'll also link all of your stuff in the show notes so they can definitely find it there so keep being a badass and love yourself as much as you love a chinchilla mitten that you just want to rub it against. God, you want to rub it everywhere. You do. It's chinchilla. <laughs> it's gotta. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah! Lilas! Okay, back to the show.